millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars, and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, 
save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to a special episode of Tuesday Night Livestream. Joining me live in the studio tonight is my good friend Ivan Raiklin. Ivan just happened to be present for every day of the Igor Danchenko trial, so he's going to be going over some of his observations with us talking about the conversations he had inside the courtroom. And uh, I think what's most important is what's going to be coming after this. A lot of people, as I said in the trailer, are going to immediately say that justice is dead in America. This is our last shot. Blah, blah, blah. It's not the only time that we're ever going to have the opportunity to bring the guilty to justice. I just need to say that the first part of the show is brought to you by EMP Shield. You can go to EMPShield.com forward slash RedPill78. Get the only military-grade EMP home defense available. You'll save $50 off with my special code, RP78. Should automatically put it on there for you. Protect yourself from electromagnetic pulse attacks, lightning strikes for your whole home, individual appliances, AC, whatever you like, even your vehicle. All right, do me a favor. Don't forget to like and share the broadcast. I basically made it, and then immediately we went live, so nobody knows that I'm live except for you guys. Help us out. All right, so without further ado, please sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, and join me as I welcome (laughs) our guest for this evening, Mr. Ivan Raiklin. Ivan, welcome to the program, sir. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Zach, one of very few people on the planet that pronounces my name correctly. <laughs> it is an honor. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. You know, I mean, I have a fair amount of experience uh, uh, pronouncing people's names. I, it just, it's second nature to me, I suppose. You, you look at it, if you have an understanding of the English language and uh, etymology, then it <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me. So um, anyways, Ivan, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, uh, reaching out to me after this verdict dropped. I got a text from my mom, and uh, we're, we're in a group text with her and a, a friend of hers who watched the show. And uh, all I saw was uh, uh, Igor Danchenko, not guilty on all counts. So the first thing I did uh, was try to pull up some coverage on it, wanted to see what was going on. Uh, and really, there there isn't much out there other than to say that Igor Danchenko is not guilty on all four counts. The jury went back apparently for, what, 40 minutes or something like that? They didn't They didn't need no, to. No, no. No? How long did they Two days. They did. Do, OK, so so yeah, two days. I, we, we can go in a little bit more deep dive on, on I want how to transpire my thoughts on it. Absolutely. I definitely I want to. So, OK, so uh, immediately, immediately when you when you called me, I said, you know, uh, justice is dead. A little bit tongue in cheek. Uh, but I said it because I know that a lot of people are going to think it just today. Earlier today, I had this guy blackpilling on me. Bob, hello. You're probably watching tonight. But I'm not your therapist, and uh, I don't need to justify myself to you. Here's the thing, Ivan, you know what the easiest thing in the world would be uh, to do? Would be to take this program and take it in a completely different direction. Become anti-Trump, become uh, anti-White Hatter plan, uh, admit that everything was was wrong, incorrect from the start, and just start working for Media Matters. I could probably make millions of dollars doing that. Instead... (laughs) Instead, I stand on my principles and I am an optimist. I look out there at what's happening in America. And although maybe the specific things that people want to see happen have not yet fully happened, 
uh, there are movements that are taking place. And I do believe that we, the people, are taking America in a better direction. Uh, and we are going to be uh, having a referendum this November on not only the Democrat Party, but on the Biden administration. But I think a lot of people are very interested. The resident. To- the P is silent. The what? The resident. Because the, the P is <laughs> The resident. You're right. You're right. The, the selected selector in chief. Uh, but I think a lot of people are very interested to understand what happened in that courtroom, because the layperson looks at the charges that Igor Danchenko was given. They look at the uh, story that's been told. OK, very mm-hmm. simple. If you, me or anybody else out there were to have a, a conversation with the FBI to be questioned in the course of an investigation and we told them something that wasn't true, I think anybody out there would categorize that as a lie. And we would expect that the FBI was going to use the full weight and might of of the United States government to come after us and probably put us in prison. Okay, and they've certainly done it uh, with patriots in other instances. But it just seems like every time they have an opportunity to do it with somebody who was helping out Hillary Clinton or, you know, getting paid by the FBI, those people, they just don't seem to face justice. What do you think's going on here? All right, so if I may, let's start off with a top-level kind of assessment, right? Okay. And then we'll work our way back to if you want me to, because I attended the entire trial. I can give you my perceptions. Uh, You can can fact-check me on them based on the transcripts, but I'd also like to inject some of the conversations that I had with counsel from both sides, government and, I mean, in the hallway, right, the nonverbal cues that I picked up. Uh, didn't pick up much from the jury except on, on the last day during closing arguments. But those are the things, the, the nuances and texture that I'd like to add that I, I don't think anybody is going to discuss that because they just didn't do that if you're from any of these other media organizations. So if you've been following this closely, just to summarize, you know, it's, it was a, what, started off on Tuesday. Last week was a short week. We had uh, Columbus Day. Mm-hmm. Started off on a Tuesday. We had opening statements by Durham, kicked things off. Defense counsel kicked off, and I felt as though during the entire week, both attorneys for Igor Donchenko, I'll tell you this. If you want a criminal defense attorney duo, you want these guys. (laughs) They were – I'm not easy to impress. Minus one error at the beginning, I mean, they, they nailed it. They knocked it out of the park. The storytelling, not only do you have to get after the facts, but you also have to get after the hearts and strings of of the jury, right? You're spinning a narrative. I mean, you you need to get them invested. Right, exactly. I I felt that they did a better job. Now, it's still unclear on what the ultimate endgame is for Durham. And I think we'll we'll finish with that because I got a little bit of indication at the end. That's why I called you. Uh, We'll get to that at the very end. Remind me. What was Durham's response to my question? We'll get to that. But before we get to that, right, you got to build up to it. So <laughs> we, uh, yes, I did talk to Durham. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. what I'm most excited to hear. You hear that, guys? He actually spoke to John Durham. So keep that in mind before you leave the show. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I, I was, I'm agnostic as far as the outcome of this. Now, I know in the previous interviews that we had with, with you alone and then with uh, Patel Patriot, I felt as though at the time that, you know, it's, it's, he's going to be a patsy. Uh, nothing's going to come out of it. They're going to lay all blame on Igor Danchenko, I think is what we closed off, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Is that what I basically I, summarized? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And, then, and then the FBI is not going to have – they're not going to be scrutinized, and they're going to continue on their merry ways like they've done over the last 116 years of massive corruption. Do you Guess feel what? that that's what happened? Because it seemed, you know, from my examinations of the transcripts and the questioning, lines of questioning, it really <laughs> seemed like uh, uh, Durham was kind of putting the FBI out there and showing how corrupt they were. That's what surprised me. OK, so we had opening statements and then we moved into witness one. There were six witnesses by the government. Not a single witness by the defense was presented, nor did Igor Donchenko uh, testify on his oh. own behalf. Wow. Zero. So you can imagine how confident the defense counsel was in being able to defend Igor Donchenko from a, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. So for, first one comes up, which is uh, Brian Ott. If you've been following, I'm sure how long. I'm talking Brian about Ott him ad nauseum. Yes. Yeah. 
supervisory intelligence analyst at the very onset of Crossfire Hurricane, right? So he's there to analyze trends, analysis, and then give uh, recommendations and advice, right? And try to minimize his bias. Mm-hmm. Get it? So on direct examination, John Durham essentially, you know, normal line of questioning. Again, you can go into the details of the transcript. But bottom line, it was essentially uh, he, Durham was trying to get to the materiality of if, if Igor Danchenko was found guilty of lying, then that lie was material to the FBI. And he was doing that through the line of questioning of Otten. Mm-hmm. Got it. Fine and dandy. Everything looked normal. That lasted the rest of that first day. I mean, there was a lot. And then it went into the second day on Wednesday morning, and and uh, uh, Durham continued. When it went to cross-examination, I can't remember the moment. This is something that we – if you have the transcripts up, and if we're looking, I, I, on I've, day two on Wednesday, I know you had little time. So yeah. <laughs> if you're able to pull it up or if someone can help us out and send Zach – a message with the link to the transcripts. I, if we take a Technofog's uh, uh, articles about it, but that's that's all I was able to find. Technofog, whoever that is, excellent yeah. job in reporting. Probably yeah. the best uh, of what I've seen. So check this out. Day two, Wednesday, uh, there was a moment where on cross-examination, you could see a, a cultural or emotional shift that occurs where the question essentially puts Auten on the defense. His response, not only in that question-answer dialogue, it, it changes the dynamic to where he not only impeaches the the witness of the government, Brian Auten, but he also basically catches Durham in, at, at a minimum of a misstatement and then at the same time pits the two against each other and I wasn't able to really confirm that until the redirect happens when everybody in the courtroom, and I think everybody watching this was like, wait a second, John Durham is literally attacking his own witness. Mm-hmm. And then he asks him, well, what about the issue you have at the FBI? And Auten responds with, oh, what issue are you referring to? <clears throat> and John Durham noticeably, before then he was you know, more monotone. He raises his voice and gets, I would say, I don't know his baseline, but if you were to take the first two days before that baseline, he definitely raised his voice and was angry. And he said, yeah, you know the issue I'm referring to. You're, you are being recommended for suspension because of your activity. So don't like play that game with me. His body language just screamed wow. that. He wow. didn't say it, but the body language just screamed it to me. And I'm looking from the back, so, you know, I could misinterpret, but that, that's what I, what I took. And that's when it was adversarial. So it's almost as though the trials at that point forward, both sides, Durham and the defense, are literally deconstructing the legitimacy of the FBI. Wow. I was happy. I mean, this was just gloriousness. So I get it. People are going to black pill and say, oh, what's going to happen? We'll see. We're going to, you and I and everybody listening in, it's it's on us to to make sure that justice is served. But it was a pivotal moment. Yeah. Yeah. So and I have to be I have to be honest, you know, in the absence of uh, Igor Danchenko being found guilty, I I had thought that the best possible outcome that we could have would be the full exposure of the FBI. I mean, the American people, I think I said this like on uh, opening day, you know, I mean, the the court of public opinion is where this is going to be really, really important, because obviously, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You you know, I mean, just But here's the problem. The court of public opinion, the mainstream media, like you said, what are they saying? Oh, he was acquitted yep. with yep. nothing further, no critical thinking afterwards. And that's why we're here. We're going to discuss that. That's but, what's uh, so important. It's, it's, I agree. You know, my first, my, exactly. My first day was I, I posted on my telegram. I said, if John Durham is out to convict uh, Igor Donchenko, he's failing miserably after that you know, first, second day. Mm-hmm. If he's out there to use this case as a forum to get people under oath, sworn testimony, to expose the FBI, he is doing a magnificent job. So from that aspect, I think that's what we're after. Uh, he was doing it. And, so, well, and let me ask you of, this. So, let me ask yeah. you this, Ivan. I mean, as a lawyer, if if John Durham is able to uh, get the FBI to make several key you know, admissions and revelations under oath in court, how can that be used at a later date? 
Well, it's 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 evidence that you can use under oath that's very compelling. Mm-hmm. So that in the event that he proceeds, and we'll get to that. Okay. If he proceeds with going and pressing charges against folks for whatever that may be, that is now in the record of this case mm-hmm. to then say, hey, you responded to this under oath, and this is what you said. How does that match with what your statements were in, for example, your assessment during Crossfire Hurricane, mm-hmm. where you signed off on the FISA warrant? Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to basically try and figure out through their criminal defense attorneys on how they basically reconcile the statement that statements that they made, i.e. Brian Otten, and then statements, statements made by another witness, uh, what's her name, Brittany Herzog, mm-hmm. which basically said that she wanted to continue to vet Igor Danchenko, but she was overruled by none other than a guy by the name of Joe Nelson. Correct. New name to me. Have yeah. you heard of that name? Only through the trial. Yeah. So, hey, let's add another name to the list, right? It's like a layer cake. Joe Nelson, (laughs) you better lawyer up, buddy, because we're going to come after you. So Brian Otten was like the biggest witness, I think, to kind of showcase all this. Uh, So then we had, you know, we had other witnesses. But I think the other other component, which I just mentioned with uh, with uh, uh, Miss Herzog, she opened up the possibility that. It was essentially several people, not the whole team. Her testimony was, you know, it was very uh, compelling, convincing to me. Uh, but she threw Joe Nelson under the bus, but not in a way that, like, totally in your face. It was just, hey, I recommended. I send a, 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 my analysis up the chain, three different chains to the IG, the Mueller investigation, and the Crossfire Hurricane team because there was that transition going on. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, no, don't pursue it. And so she had to close her thing down. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's look at, into that a little bit further. So as far as, let me just take a look and look at my notes to refresh my memory, which a lot of these witnesses had to do as well. Uh, we had Otten, we had Amy Anderson, we had Charles mm-hmm. Dolan, we had Kevin Halson, which was the handling agent for Igor Danchenko. Key thing on his testimony, uh, cross-examination. Uh, they basically asked him, did at any point in time during your handling of Igor Danchenko, did you feel that he was lying? And he basically said, no, up until the last, there was a very last, uh, there was a comment that he made that uh, at one point Danchenko came to him at the request of his, I can't remember if it was his, uh, I think it was an attorney that said, hey, why don't you go back to the FBI and ask him for for, for more money? And that was the only time that he noticed a, a significant change in his character and demeanor and then it wasn't until like after going back and forth, like, what's up? Well, why are you like this way that Danchenko responded with, well, my attorney basically asked me because of, you know, I'm putting my life at risk, this and that, yada, yada. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was the only time where he deviated from three and a half over three, three years and seven months of this guy handling him that this handling agent felt that he was lying to him. Now, you got to look at it from the perspective of bias of everybody. Right. So if you're this guy, Helson, and you say that Danchenko is gold in reporting because he helped the FBI open up 25, they call it, over two dozen new counterintelligence investigations against Russia. That's good, right? Sure. For American security. And uh, a new squad was created within the FBI. Well, he basically, this guy, Helson, said, this guy's gold. He's a reporting gold, you know, gold mine. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're Helson, are you wanna gonna wanna impeach Danchenko? He's making your career. Right, right. And not after all that work. No. Right? Yeah. At this point, he's so vested in Danchenko, he doesn't wanna because think about it. If he runs a polygraph on him, which he didn't, if he runs extra vetting on him, which he didn't, if he and Technofog just mentioned it a couple hours ago, if he does all these things to scrutinize Danchenko further. Now I get it because he's not a Danchenko wasn't considered a, a, a Russian intelligence officer. He was just considered a, a Russian national confidential human source. Those are mm-hmm. two different right scenarios right. based on what I'm reading. Again, I'm all I'm saying is based on public information in my personal capacity sure. that I've observed throughout the court trial. <laughs> FY those listening in. All right. <laughs> so the next thing is 
He didn't do any of that vetting, which was recommended to him. It wasn't mandatory. It was recommended. Uh, a sensitive case like this, if I were in his position, I, yeah, I would have done all that because you just try to cover all your bases. But he didn't. Is that criminal? Eh, I would say that just uh, it's a misstep, right? I mean, At least on his part for that component. It, it seems like, you know, a whole hell of a lot of overt bias. I mean, the FBI was desperate to believe Danchenko. They wanted everything that he said and everything that he was giving them to be true. Well, particularly the handling agent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. As far as others, you could argue that. I haven't really thought too much into it because I was so focused on the trial at hand and, and the specific you know, because you have the reverse, what is that called? Stockholm treatment? Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you develop a relationship with someone, you're just apt to, uh, you know, you're going to believe them as you develop a more, you know, more yeah. robust relationship. Yeah. When does, now, the, when does the handler become the handled, you know? So exactly. So <laughs> here's the other component, though. Like, in his defense, after Danchenko was basically outed, through the, you know, Bill Barr sending information over to the Senate Judiciary, Senate Judiciary essentially calling out Danchenko as a confidential human source, or uh, I'm not sure if you, yeah, at the time. That's when his handling agent says, hey, I'm responsible for your safety. And this came out during cross-examination. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible for your safety, this, that, and that. And so that's when he recommended that, hey, Igor, wipe your devices. So then his devices are wiped. And then later on, after the first, by the way, after the first two FISAs were approved by the judge, the five counts of lying on Danchenko, or at least the four remaining, because the judge threw out the first one, that was mm-hmm. a nothing burger. Yeah, uh, I can talk about details of that. But uh, basically, the lies that he was charged with came after the first two FISAs. So that doesn't absolve all the incompetence of the FBI at that point. But then they also basically... Uh, uh, he has to, Danchenko has to, re, I'm not defending the guy. I'm just, this is what was presented. He has to rely on what he re- recalls seven months prior. Sure. Of his recollection that he can't prove. He can't prove that there was or it wasn't a phone call because he he doesn't have the phone or he has the phone, but he doesn't have the stuff purportedly, right? That's what came out in the trial. So there's a lot of these holes that's that's a very yeah. different scenario than just you can't, denying. You can't prove he can't prove his innocence yeah. other than through his spoken word, and you can't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he lied. Mm-hmm. So we're in this like we're the, in this gap, and because of our justice system of the presumption of innocence, one, mm-hmm. and then you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. I'd say most of the jurors in there probably would say, you know what, I'm probably sixty to seventy. Maybe seventy-five percent confident that Danchenko misled the FBI, mm-hmm. but because of the statements as written, stating that he lied, his responses were, "I think, mm-hmm. I have the impression, I it was probably Sergey Melian that called me." Those aren't definitive yes or no. So that coupled with lack of evidence, probably the best you could get is maybe seventy percent confidence that he lied. Well, that's not beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's no. that's the real reason why he was uh, acquitted. And I'm surprised it took that long. I, I felt that there was no evidence really to support. Now, that doesn't mean anything about both sides during closing arguments. John Durham basically said, hey, this trial is not about the missteps or worse of the FBI. Yeah. He even said it. I'm like, wow, bro, you don't need to say that. <laughs> but I, I I feel he was compelled because of all the testimony. It's like, whoa. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't he's not stupid. So I think some of that's in there for uh further things going on. Two points I want to make make about next steps. Okay. Number one. I think that's your next question. Mm-hmm. So one. During the trial, if you can pull up the transcript, uh, John which, Durham Which day? I, I have to review my notes. I think it was maybe day three, so okay. Thursday. Uh, FBI paid Danchenko over two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so if you can do a search, I don't know if you can search what your is in front of you, but I'm looking for something along the lines of, I object. 
uh, what is it, for this proceeding. Hmm. If you can type in the word proceeding in the transcript, it, it should pop up the particular section. And what I'm referring to is, as I think it was during cross or one of the sidebars, defense counsel asks a question, Barr stands up and says, I object for purposes of this proceeding, Your Honor. What does that mean to you? I object for the purposes of this proceeding. So repeat it again. Uh, let me hear you say it again. I was, yeah, so, I was looking in court, listener. No, no, so go, go ahead. Okay, okay, I'll, okay. I'll kind of give you my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Don't go on the back and forth. So I'm kind of rhetorically asking the question myself. So as I'm listening, taking my notes down, I'm thinking to myself, if John Durham is standing up and saying, I object for purposes of this proceeding, my immediate inference is that there are other, there's at least one other proceeding between John Durham and this judge. There's no other, I mean, I can't think of another reasonable hypothesis for him to make that statement. Because the question is, why would you make that statement? For purpose sure. of this proceeding, right? Maybe I a- heard him. I, I want to make sure that I didn't mishear him because if okay. I heard him properly, then the question is for all of us: What's John Durham referring to? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's plausible that option. It's plausible that there would be other court proceedings that perhaps are not made public yet. That would be correct. Uh, you know what? Most people are are have been believing has been happening behind the scenes. You know, I mean, it's like this is kind of the red meat that's being dangled out in front of the public, and not just. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. For us... 
but also for the cabal, if you will. I mean, they they look and they yeah. see, oh, Durham's doing nothing. CNN reports that John Durham's investigation is about to wrap up and nobody has uh, paid any prices. Uh, but then at the same time, there are classified, uh, uh, you know, court proceedings that are taking place. Yes, the yes. Yeah. So two, two indications. So first, the first indication that things are still developing is when he made that statement. I want to confirm it. I haven't had the chance to confirm it. I've been in like the courtroom all day or all last week. So uh, this proceeding, those are the key like operative terms to to search for uh, from Durham. So then what are the two options for that? It could be a grand jury, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's in private. You can't hear about it. Or Judge Tranga sits on the FISA court. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> is there a eh? is there a FISA there warrant out there? Something FISA not, goes not both FISA ways. <laughs> FISA goes both ways. That's something we've discussed here previously. Uh, is so there, a, yeah, exactly. Is there yeah. a proceeding between Durham and Tranga going on back and forth in his role as a FISA judge or mm-hmm. in a separate grand jury? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's wait. Either Number one two. is good news. Yes, exactly. Number two is at the conclusion of the the verdict. And oh, by the way, it got pretty emotional at two points okay. uh, during the trial. So uh, Igor's wife was there. She was up in the front row. I was I was I was up front, but I try to you know I, I try to I try to sit by myself so that there's no perception of I'm sitting next to anybody because it was literally you're trying to find a seat away from the mainstream scumbags Mm -hmm. from the media, then you got like the, you know, the FBI uh, general counsel in one back corner. And then you have like, you know, you got the New York slimes, the compost, the, the politicos, you get it. Right. And then you have like the family. I'm like, I want nothing to do with anyone. I'm just trying to observe so that I can, you know, get to the truth and expose everybody wherever the chips may fall. Mm Mm-hmm. To include all those names. <laughs> so when the cross-examination was going on with uh, uh, House Agent Helson, the handling agent, and they talked about the uh, you know funding and financing, uh, he, he really, the defense counsel really did a good job emotionally conveying uh, how, you know, Igor is, is a victim of the FBI. He put his life on the line. He's trying to put, you know, He's trying to essentially increase the national security of America. And then Agent Helson recommends uh, essentially a payout for the three and a half years so that he can provide security for himself. Now, like, assume for a second that everything is legit and true that Helson believes. Well, then this is a pretty good source. And you probably want to, for future sources, you can reference back to this as precedent and say, hey, we're going to take care of you. But what happened? Agent Helson recommends a particular payout. I think it was like 300K. 200. And it was disapproved. Oh, okay. Well, he got 200,000. He got 200 something K, but I'm talking like the final payout and explain why it was that much. Mm -hmm. And it was denied, right? Yeah. So his wife just breaks down in the whole situation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I just, that's interesting uh, that, that she would be so emotionally affected by it, especially if. Uh, the council for well, the defense lived through it, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's difficult for me to imagine that Igor Danchenko or his family was ever truly in any danger. You know, I mean, like, I suppose he was dealing with some real scumbags. Um, I'd be interested to know if he paid for those lawyers or if uh, some other organization paid for those lawyers. Uh, right. Certain, that, certainly, that is a good point. Yeah, certainly Hillary Clinton and uh, anybody connected to her, the DNC would have a vested interest in making sure that Igor got off, you know? Well, let's let's look on. Let's look from the other perspective. And I thought about this. I'm like, okay, so let's make the assumption that everything that the agent was reporting on is true. You know, 25 open cases, legitimate. I mean, this this runs counter to Russia's national security interest, right? Mm -hmm. If you're Putin and, you know, they're they're cabal, if you will. Mm-hmm. So then, what do you do to folks like that that are Russian nationals? I mean, I would imagine the Russians would deal with them pretty handily. You know, I mean, like, yeah. And so, why is he walking around like there ain't no problem? Well, 
perhaps <laughs> Igor Igor was was part of a a, a larger psychological uh, or uh, intelligence operation at the behest of the Russians, uh, or perhaps that's he was one working, hypothesis that I come up with as well. Hypo- absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or perhaps Igor was I- inserted into the proceedings uh, with the full knowledge of people we would consider to be white hats, so that. He could, uh, you know, shine a light on just how corrupt the FBI was. I mean, you know, it, it would and that would go along with the theory that elements. Well, in his, the his Russian information government, was the information that started the sequence of events of this entire just yes. quagmire. Right. Yes. How many government yes. resources were created? Wouldn't that be a successful op if it yes. was one? Yes. Millions and I'm millions. I'm throwing millions it out there as a possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that would make total well, sense to me. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it is. It's just something out there because we still have to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, at the very yeah, at the at the very end, when you know, jury comes out, first we thought the jury had made a decision. So by the way, how how long was it? So at about I think it was 1 p.m. or so. Uh, was it yesterday? The, the closing arguments finished. Durham went long. He requested like, oh, can I have an hour and a half? Defense counsel was like, I'll, I'll probably, I won't need more than a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Durham's co-counsel kicks off, did a pretty good job, young young guy, younger guy. And then, uh, you know, defense counsel comes up, makes this, you know, makes their case, you know, very compelling. There's a lot of holes in this whole, whole thing. So I, w- I would have been surprised if they would have convicted him. So then Durham comes back for his last, you know, response. And then the judge says, uh, can we wrap things up? Because Durham went way over the allotted original request of one and a half hours and even more so than the uh, uh, the the allowed hour and 15 minutes. So the judge was already like, was like, ah, come on now, let's finish yeah. it up. And then Durham's like, can I have five minutes? And the judge's like, you got one. <laughs> wow. So it was like, oh, man, that was kind of a probably not good move there uh not beneficial for durham uh but what the other thing that was telling was rule 29 motion is a motion to dismiss so basically after all the government presents its evidence the defense it's a standard procedure hey right, we move to dismiss, cause there's no there, there's no evidence to support it and that's when judge tranga when was that friday yeah on friday at the end of the day he basically said uh yeah i mean looking at supreme court case law looking at the fourth circuit down in richmond which is the court of appeals above this district court He's like, uh, yeah, I mean, his when he was asked for the first charge, uh, did you speak with, uh, what's his name, Charles Dolan, mm-hmm. whatever, at a certain time? He was like, no. Now, the FBI agent didn't follow up and say, hey, did you email or text? Had he done that? And Danchenko said, no. Then, yeah, that would have been a lie. But the judge basically said, hey, he took it at its literal sense. Mm-hmm. Did you speak with him? There were other times when the agent asked him about writing and he responded, yes, I did email. So he took it as a literal meaning of the word speak, not the holistic. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you email text or, or communicate? Write. If you would have said communicate, then yeah. So he pulled up the dictionary definition of speak mm-hmm. and oral, you know, an oral recitation. And so that's that was the essentially fundamental basis why he dismissed that particular charge. And I think that may have had a play in, even though he instructed the jury for that not to have any bearing whatsoever, I'm sure the jury was like, wait, what happened? What happened to that first charge? Mm-hmm. You know, they so tried was, to it, was the jury not told at the time that the charge was dropped? I mean, it, it... No, no, they were just told, do not, you don't need to consider first count. Okay. That's okay. how they were instructed. And the judge said, you don't need to look, you don't need, this should not in any way impact your decision on any of the other counts, don't look at it as a positive, negative, just neutral, has no bearing whatsoever, mm-hmm. is what the instructions were. He didn't say that he dismissed it. Uh, neither counsel mentioned that it was the judge that dismissed it. They were just told that you do, you no longer need to consider that count in your deliberation, just two through five. And so here's where the zinger is. Ready? Mm-hmm. So as the verdict comes down, not guilty, you know, two, three, four, and five, the wife breaks down bawling. 
you could see definitely emotion. But after the first, you know, after that was done, the entire media complex runs outside, mm-hmm. tells their lackeys, you know, uh, sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Moderna, right? <laughs> uh, w- what happened? And uh, <laughs> and I, I just remain in the room. I think I look around. I think I'm the only guy with FBI counsel in the back still and the family there. And I'm just observing and at the conclusion of it when everybody goes beyond the dais. Uh, you know, I walk up to the Durham team, the council, and I say, uh, Mr. Durham, thanks for getting um, more of the truth out. I, it, it means a lot. I appreciate that. And I say, hopefully there's going to be more of it coming. His nonverbal cues screamed yes. <laughs> So what exactly did he do? Did he just give you a wink and a nod? <laughs> he did the secret handshake. <laughs> His nonverbal cues okay. told me that this ain't the end of it. Okay. Okay. But here's the problem. Yeah. AG Barkin or not AG Bar. Acting AG Garland. And I say acting for a reason because you have a resident currently there that appointed him. Correct. Uh, he can he can put a kibosh on it, and th- those are some of the stories that are being kind of heard right now, right? Mm-hmm. We heard Devin Nunes talk about possibly there's going to be a, a kibosh on it. I-, I don't know. I mean, I think to tip it in our favor, we have to amplify the story that this this case shows that the FBI cannot blame Sussman, the Hillary campaign. They cannot blame Igor Danchenko. They cannot blame Christopher Steele for their sheer incompetence at a minimum. And more than like, more likely than not, it was way more than incompetence. And that's what Durham needs to continue to uh, pull the thread on because someone's got to go. I completely agree with you. And here's the thing, you know, you as a private citizen, you're walking down the street, you find a briefcase full of counterfeit bills, you know, just because they're counterfeit and you know it and you run out and spend them and buy a car and a house and stuff like that. I mean, you're the one who has to answer to that. I Probably the person who counterfeited that money in the first place is going to have to answer to it, too. But this goes back to that implicit bias that the FBI had and the desperation to believe all of these things or to at least give the appearance that they had completely bought in. They used it as a, an excuse to waste all those millions of dollars to run no, witch hunt after witch hunt against President Trump uh, and uh, and to take these, uh, you know, these lies and these narratives that were being spun by all these other people and uh, and put it together into an investigation and, and go after people that they didn't care for politically uh, and that they probably didn't like on a personal basis, too. So, yeah, you're right. The FBI, at the end of the day, are the ones who are ultimately accountable for all of this stuff. And it's probably the best argument that I can think of uh, for why the FBI needs to be completely disbanded and, uh, and and something else to be instituted in its place. I mean, how do we well, trust? That's the case, am I, I don't know. Am I going to have to eat crow here? <laughs> I don't know. What was the, what was you were supposed to eat crow if, uh, if uh, President Trump, what, if President Trump came back before the midterms? Was that it? No, no. I think the crow was uh, that the Danchenko trial was a, like nothing burger. Um, I think we were both wrong on it. Yeah, I actually, you know, yeah, you're you're right there. You're right there because I mean, you know, I I, I, I thought that, he was going to be he's going to be you know convicted, yeah. and then they were going to do away with it. That's I just right. didn't know all like the nuanced details. Sure, because technically, uh, well, I I didn't read the exact charges and the responses. Had, had I read it at the time, I would have said, you know, that this is going to be a difficult case to try uh, from the onset. But I thought this they were going to better. Throw, I think uh, anyway. This is better because I, if, I if they, so. yeah, if they had put all of the blame on Danchenko and made it look like the FBI were just a bunch of bumbling Barney fifes who were taken advantage of, lied to by this Russian national, uh, right. then they could have punished the, Well, they could have convicted Danchenko and then still did nothing about it. And then they would have walked exactly. away, got cleared and uh, it would have looked like the FBI just, you know, oh, once again, you know, we got taken by a, a Russian spy. So now it looks right. like the, exactly. the FBI. Because they would have laid blame in the yeah. court of public opinion as well. Yeah. I think yeah. faux news would have also jumped on it and basically said, hey, even though his lies didn't impact the FBI's uh, or, or only impacted FISA three and four, eh, don't worry. It also impacted FISA one and two because he all... Uh, he lied to Christopher Steele mm-hmm. based on his conviction, and that impacted FISA 1 and 2. 
that's how they would argue it. Sure. And now they don't have that argument. So I think the spin is now going to be, hey, Durham's going to be wrapping up because he can't even get a conviction. What, what, what good is he? Now, here's what I, I'd like to see, and I hope – my guess is that this week, what needs to happen immediately, like literally tomorrow, we should hear from Judge – by the way, Judge Trenga being on the FISA court. Mm-hmm. I think from his perspective, if you're sitting on the FISA court – you or your colleagues were just defrauded. Mm-hmm. You just witnessed it as one of the members of the court. You're just going to sit there and be like, all right, may I have another? Please send Vaseline next time. <laughs> no. <laughs> How about <laughs> exactly? I-, I think he has like a personal vested interest in getting to the bottom of this. And the only me- oh, the one mechanism that I can think of that stops acting ag garland from stopping this if there's already something in motion that has been ruled on but classified if it's fisa related or if he's about to drop it like time tomorrow morning before the ag can say oh we're shutting this thing down Mm -hmm. i'm thinking that there's something there okay so again it's another waiting game we we just have to but it is still and, a delay tactic, right? In the meantime, yeah. we got to get Garrett Ziegler's Hunter Biden laptop report, which is supposed to be finally out this week. Oh, God. And then I, maybe I'm sick my of movie, We the it. Patriots, comes out. I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it, uh, it does come out because uh, I, was, I was pestering him for months. He was like, it should be out by Thursday. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> and I just kept asking. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm bugging you at this point. Well, he announced on Sunday that it's this week, right? Okay. Uh, you know, I, 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 we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I've been, oh, I've been on, Garrett. I know you're, he's doing heavy lifting. I get it. I he love is. him. I respect him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's yeah. got to impact these elections. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, all right. So I, we have some good news, some bad news, uh, hopefully a, a little bit of uh, fuel to, to keep us going. Um, I think that either of those those two options that we have, they're either FISA related or grand jury related, um, would be good news. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Durham has additional charges for actual people in the FBI uh, that he just has yet to drop, and he was just waiting for this to be finalized. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, that- this, this steals the deal with Otten. I think th- yeah. there's an OPR Office of Professional Responsibility review on Otten, correct? Uh, yeah. Because for his dismissal, and I think this, he's done. Oh, one other thing. Oh. After his testimony, I like to kind of follow the witnesses to see their demeanor after they're off the stand because mm-hmm. they're you know they're fresh. Oh, he sprinted out of that courtroom just stomping his feet with the FBI general counsel to the elevator. And I don't know. It looked like he was, he was sweating. He knew he got he's caught. Like, I think he, he's like, yeah. Oh man, how do they spell it in Thailand? P H O O K E D. Yes. Yes. Oh, Brian. I mean, as soon as the, the, the demeanor of John Durham became like that of a, a hostile inter, uh, uh, interrogator, I mean, I, I would have. Oh, imagined... he was more hostile against Otten yeah. than, yeah. than cross-examination was Jeez from the peace. defense. That's nuts. Well, you know, I, it, it's it's something that I, I, I had hoped to see. And uh, I I think it's quite clear. The, the FBI has some major problems. And, uh, you know, it's not top to bottom necessarily. But there is enough people in power uh, that when have, we go through the list. Yeah. You know, I mean, like they have enough power and influence and clearly they're able to override uh, the people who want to do the right thing. So, you know, let's 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 do a massive cleaning, a, a total colonic at the FBI and get these turds out of there. OK. Brian Otten. Yep. Joe Nelson. Bill Priestap. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, Robert Mueller and his investigatory team. Andrew Weissman, his deputy. To start. Yeah. Basically, the entire Crossfire Hurricane team needs to be looked at. And hopefully, well, it sounds like he, uh, Durham is doing that. We'll see. And uh, on my Telegram, I put together a little video. Remember, uh, you're old enough to remember Tupac Shakur. Of course. Yeah. Remember his song, All Eyes on Me? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, there's a little. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see it, but we can pull it up and play it if you, you want, want to pull me to. it up and play it. Yeah, yeah. Let me do so that. So now that Igor Danchenko 
in our judicial system is considered not having lied beyond a reasonable doubt. Now the screws need to be placed on Timmy Tebow, Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. the guy that was walked out that spiked the Hunter Biden laptop oh, investigation yeah. and Brian Otten, the SIA. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yeah, play, play that. Tell me what you think. I'll play it for the audience right now. Let me just get the controls out of the way. Here we go. <laughs> All eyes on me starring John Durham, Brian Otten, Timmy Tebow, and Robert Mueller. All eyes on me. What? I bet you got it twisted. You don't know who to trust. So many player hating niggas trying to sell. Listen like to the lyrics closely as you watch and observe. And then I and huh? so much trouble in the world, nigga. Ain't nobody feel your pain. The world's changing every day. Time's moving fast. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. The fans is watching, niggas plotting to get me. Will I survive? Will I die? Come on, let's pick to the possibility. Get all eyes on me, all eyes on me. All eyes on me, all eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Tim Tebow. Uh, he very likely could be looking at some criminal charges, too, I would imagine. Obstruction of justice yeah. is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Multiple counts. Yeah. Oh, well. And then, oh, the last thing I will say, I always say the last thing, but this is the last one. Okay. Uh, if you go, if you pull up that telegram, uh, there was a statement by defense counsel. Uh, I was able to record that. Oh, oh, the, uh, yes. Okay. I've got it. And then there's a question. Okay, let's go for America at the end by one critical thinker. It's kind of hard to hear. We thank these jurors for their hard work and deliberation and reaching the right result. And that's all we have this time. What does it say about Darren's program? What does it say about the FBI? And their corruption, misfeasance, malfeasance. <laughs> yeah, so you probably recognize that voice. It was hard to hear. Basically, he said, uh, what's his name? Mr. Sears, who was the, one of the counsel. You can see there in the video, it's uh, Danchenko's wife, Danchenko, Mr. Sears, and Mr. Honorado. And then one of the, uh, uh, was it, legal assistants that were there. Uh, he basically says, we knew all along that Mr. Danchenko was innocent. We're happy now that the American public knows that as well. We thank these jurors for their hard work and deliberation in reaching the res- right result. That's all we have at this time. And then uh, somebody asks from the uh, lamestream, criminally complicit mainstream media, the question, anything from Mr. Jan- Danchenko? No response. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, that was me. What does this say about the FBI lie? And their corruption, misfeasance, and malfeasance. Uh, so that's that's our job to do in support of Mr. Durham. All right, let's get out there and do it. All right, well, Ivan, uh, I have uh, yet to eat my dinner, so I'm uh, I'm ready to go, and I hope that you, <laughs> thanks, uh, brother, are ready as Exclusive. well. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for coming here and hanging out with us, guys. I uh, appreciate everybody for uh, joining us this evening. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. For, well, wait, no, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh, God, I, I my head is uh, is spinning at this point, dude. Uh, regular episode of Red Pill News early in the day tomorrow, probably a little bit more coverage on the Igor Danchenko verdict. Uh, and then late in the evening, I will have uh, an episode of Altered State with my good friend Brad Getz. Uh, until then, let me just see if I have any thank yous. Yeah, there's a couple of them over here on the foxhole. Katie B, thank you for those shades. Rooster Cogburn uh, says, Patriots all. Lou Ann V says, thank you for your hard work and optimism. We benefit from both. Much love. CB Joey, good to see you. Thank you for that phone. And Katie B says, great update, gents. Thank you. Trying to stay positive. Got to run for John Popper show with my normie friends. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> And also, I just want to say, uh, I uh, I got into it a little bit uh, on Truth Social with this guy, Bob, earlier. 
and he said uh, he basically, you know, made that comment about uh, how I, I was disingenuous. And uh, anybody who's met me in person can tell you that I am just as optimistic and hopeful about the future of America uh, and the part that we have to play in it. So if you are looking at what's happening in this nation and uh, and you think not enough is 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 going on or, or that nothing's getting fixed, turn around, look in the mirror and ask yourself genuinely, what the hell have I done to try to fix America? Because I bet if you're feeling that bad about it, you probably haven't done very much. So get out there, be active, raise awareness, share information, and put the FBI and their feet to the flames because they need to be disbanded. This is the most corrupt and criminal organization in the history of America. It seems more likely that they were uh, they were built in and put into action simply just to, to to spy on Americans and to make their lives difficult and to be the personal police force for the criminal cabal that has infiltrated our government. In November, we stand to overturn that power dynamic that's been in place here for many, many years, and uh, I certainly hope that that's going to happen. It's not all over, and we have uh, a lot of work yet to do. So, Ivan, thank you very much for being here. Let me pass out these gold pills, and uh, I'll just make sure that I didn't miss anything else over on Cash App. There we go. That has been passed out. Uh, and my daughter is calling. I'll need to call her back in just a moment. Uh, <laughs> All right. See you, man. Okay. Oh, All right, brother. We'll see ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.